Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Booze Hustle. I know, I know, it's been like a minute since I've released an episode, but to be fair, I have been traveling pretty much the entire month of June, and it doesn't quite feel like summer, but I've been so busy. I don't know. But anyways, I'm working really hard on getting some more interviews lined up and rescheduled, and uh, well, we're starting out with a bang for the summer, man, um, and literally, quite literally a bang. Today, uh, while I was recording, a thunderstorm rolled in and started pelting gigantic golf ball size hail balls, pellets. <laughs> I don't know. What do you, what do you call them? Hail nuggets? <laughs> At my air conditioning unit while I was trying to interview our guest. Uh, so that was that was wild. Had to take a, a break in the middle of it. And she was very... Um, very understanding. But yeah, on this episode, we talked to Victoria Edie Butler, master blender of Uncle Nearest Distillery in Tennessee, and the triple great granddaughter of Nathan Uncle Nearest Green, an enslaved man and the first known African-American master distiller who famously taught that guy, Jack Daniel, how to make whiskey. You know, their story is so incredible. And it was really spearheaded by their CEO, Fawn Weaver. She spent years uncovering details of this famous family legacy and launched the Uncle Nearest Foundation. She's got a legacy scholarship, which allows all the direct descendants of Nathan Nearest Green to receive education in all forms. And even with all the historical significance aside here, Victoria has been making waves all of her own in the whiskey community over the last few years. She won the Whiskey Master Blender of the Year back-to-back years. I think she was the first person to ever win uh two years in a row and achieved that accomplishment, which is incredible. And previous to that, Victoria had this whole other career. She worked for 30 years in criminal justice. She worked for the Department of Justice. She managed a team of criminal investigators, had this really long, successful career, uh, which is amazing on its own. And then just kind of, you know, came into blending and has had, I guess, the Midas touch, if you will, in making these really, really beautiful blends that have gotten tons of uh, critical acclaim. And um, they're really building something very special. So as far as brands go, just to give you some frame of reference here, Uncle Nearest has had this meteoric rise to national prominence in the last few years. They were only created in 2017 and are already available in all 50 states and in 12 different countries, a lot of that being fueled by the the just sheer power of Fawn Weaver as a leader. 
Down in Shelbyville, the distillery property is expanding every year. I think they started with 200-something acres, but now they're up to 400 acres. And they have this really incredible place to host uh, tastings and tours. They've got a restaurant there. It's actually home to the world's longest bar, which I absolutely have to check out. I don't know about you guys, but being a whiskey and a history nerd, their story is absolutely incredible. Victoria is just an inspiring, sharp very kind person. um, And I really enjoyed talking to her. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Cheers. Did you ever think like on your bingo card of life that this would be this chapter (laughs) that you would have? No, no, but I am so grateful for it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try my very best not to ask you a million of the same questions that you're already used to getting. But I'm sure there will be crossover. Um, so thank you for, for doing the podcast. Um, so for our listeners, would you mind introducing yourself, um, your name and where you work and what you do? Absolutely. I am Victoria Edie Butler. I am the master blender at Uncle Nearest Premium Whiskey and the great, great granddaughter of Nearest Green, the first African-American master distiller and the man whom we honor with our brand. And so for our listeners who are not familiar with Nearest Green, um, what would you say the biggest claim to fame is for him? Oh, that he he is the man responsible for helping to perfect what is known as the Lincoln County process, the process of filtering whiskey through sugar maple charcoal. That Mm -hmm. process distinguishes Tennessee whiskey from any other spirit, namely bourbon. Mm-hmm. You know, what's interesting is I actually interviewed another Tennessee distillery, um, the Nelson's Greenbrier guys. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is that their family history is also their triple great grandfather. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of come back into their family this this uh this amount of time later, which is really, really fascinating. Um, so I, I always like to start by uh, taking people on the journey from people's whole life, because I think everyone in this industry has such interesting backgrounds, and we all come from really different places. Um, what did you want to do when you were a kid? Like, What was the dream? I wanted to work in law enforcement. And, and you did, right? Tell us about your career in law enforcement. I did. For just a few days shy of 31 years, I was blessed to do something that I really enjoyed and um, a profession that I believe um, the work that we did there made a difference in helping to keep our community safe. And I think they still do outstanding work there. So we don't undersell it for our listeners. Victoria worked for the Department of Justice, correct? Correct. And you, uh, from my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, you managed a team of criminal intelligence agents? For, I, I did a lot of jobs. But for, the <laughs> of, for the majority of my tenure, well over 21 years, um, I had the honor of, of leading and supervising a team of criminal intelligence and uh, forensic analysts. So I got to imagine like working for Victoria now, like you can't get anything by her. <laughs> I, I hope not. I certainly hope not. <laughs> not that anyone would try, Victoria. You seem lovely. But, you know, every now and then there's always one in the bunch, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope not. I, I, I think I'm pretty sharp. 
<laughs> I would I would guess uh well I wouldn't need to guess I would say correct just based on your career that you've had um so just random question though so when you were wrapping up that part of your career were your family like irritated when you immediately started another career <laughs> or were they like all right no not at all I have always been a worker yeah um, I am a doer and uh, not not one to, you know, sit around and, and have idle time. So no one was surprised. None of my none of my family was surprised. Yeah. I imagine like what what if you hadn't gone on the path you're on now, like what your life might have looked like? What do you think you would have done if if not this? Uh, something in hospitality. Um, I, yeah. I really enjoy uh, people and, and kind of the service industry and uh, talking and um, so likely something in the hospitality field, if not with an agency or um, I would have done something on my own. So, yeah, something mm-hmm. something uh, in the hospitality field. Well, I think it only benefits Uncle Nearest to have someone who is a master blender who also is really good at speaking to people <laughs> because, you know, like distillers and winemakers, you know, they're they're process oriented. They're not necessarily forward facing into the world. So it, I think it only really benefits what you guys do to have somebody who can be at the the forward facing and behind the scenes and, and execute at a high level. So uh, kudos to you there. I was wondering... How did how did you meet Fawn? When and when and how did you guys meet? It's kind of funny. Fawn and I laugh about it now. Uh, she had been at, she arrived in Lynchburg in 2016, and of course at that time I was still working in the law enforcement industry, and um, I traveled some and um, rarely went to Lynchburg anymore, and that's where she was spending most of her time, and so. While my siblings and um, others in my family had already met her, Fawn and I actually met at my niece's graduation. Um, We have a a foundation that the Weavers started soon after they learned um, most of the story about Nears. Fawn felt it fitting that Nears' family, of course, benefit from his life's work. So she established the Near Screen Foundation and that foundation um, supports and pays for all of Nearest's bloodline college age descendants to continue their education. And mm-hmm. so uh, one of the first um, recipients of that scholarship was graduating from the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga and she was my niece, one of my brother's daughters. And so Fawn and I actually met at that graduation. And that was in May of 2018, after she had arrived in Lynchburg in 2016. So we didn't meet each other for a while. Or was it 2017? So um, uh, for the listeners, uh, Fawn is Fawn Weaver. I, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Um, she's the yeah, she's the CEO, the founder um, of Uncle Nearest, uh, among other things. She seems like she's always on the go. She's, uh, you know, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial mindset and yes. uh, very much one of those people that is uh, inspiring to watch and also at the same time makes me tired because I don't know where she gets all her energy from. Yeah, um, I but, tease her. I tease her about it all the time. She's always telling me to slow down. And I'm like, I'm trying to keep up with you. Uh, (laughs) Basically impossible. But yeah, she's one of the hardest working 
women I know, mm-hmm. hardest working people, period, that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I didn't meet her. She had been in Lynchburg about a year before she and I had um, actually had the honor of meeting each other face to face. Mm-hmm. Now, how did the first conversation go between meeting her and her asking you to make a blend for Uncle Nearest? Um, it was basically just, you know, just like when she asked me to join the team. I was nearing retirement and she knew that. And um, we just had a conversation about me joining the team. And then it was basically the same when it came to her asking me to blend the first batch of Uncle Nears 1884 small batch. She asked and I said yes. So what was the process like for you? Um, Because I'm guessing at this point you'd never made whiskey before. How did you approach that task? Yeah, it was a, it was a, you know, I was a ball of nerves, of course. Um, Granted, you know, given that I had never done anything like that before. And so um, quite naturally I was nervous about it, but uh, I just kind of thought back to um, Nears and what he may have gone through during the times when he was making whiskey, uh, given the fact that at that time he was an enslaved man and he did what he had to do out of necessity. And so I just kind of leaned into my lineage and I had the, you know, the greatest support in the room with me. Fawn and her husband Keith were there along with uh, three of my teammates who would, you know, more than than 50 years combined um, experience in the industry. So I was I was pretty comfortable far as my support system, right? Uh, and so I just did what I thought um, natural instincts to do in regards to pasting the whiskey and um, uh, uh, blending it. Uh, the nerves started to subside about halfway through, and thankfully, I made the correct choices and blended what turned out to be an award-winning whiskey. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I wonder, did you have any mentors or people outside that you looked to either around Tennessee or in Kentucky um, that you spent any time with? Prior to me making that first batch? Sure, yes. No, I did not. Um, Now, when I joined the team, knowing that I was going to be in a completely different environment than what I had been accustomed to, I started reading and... um, trying to absorb all of the information I could about the spirits industry. And I did have conversations with other team members. Um, I was just trying to, trying to uh, learn as much as I could in regards to the language and, and so mm-hmm. forth. So I could at least have a, uh, an intelligent conversation with others in the field, uh, not knowing that, you know, some 60, 90 days later, I would be blending. So no, I didn't, I didn't have conversation with others in regards to blending whiskey. Now, how has your, um, your approach changed like over the last few years? It really hasn't, oddly enough. (laughs) Uh, When I went in to blend that first batch, my greatest concern was that whatever I did, uh, met the standard for Uncle Nears premium whiskey. We were already a premium product. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ensure that what I did lived up to that and that the finish be good. Mm-hmm. And um, those are still um, things that I look to every time that I blend. And um, I really don't look back. I blend um, in the present, meaning that I don't try to match what I did the time before I just try to um, ensure that I am blending the best of the best of the samples that I have before me. Mm-hmm. Now, were you a whiskey drinker before? I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, see, that helps. It does. It does. <laughs> I, get I, I um, um, didn't drink a lot of whiskey, but my go-tos were Maker's Mark uh, 46 and E.H. Taylor. Okay. Yeah. E.H. Taylor's great. Um, what, so what do you enjoy the most about the process? Like start to finish? Oh my goodness. I, I really enjoy it all because each time it's different because, uh, the samples are, are different, but one thing is consistent is I never really X out samples because they're bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm fortunate in that, um, I start with really good whiskey, right? And so the blending process is not as tedious or um, taxing as it might be if I were looking to discard batches that weren't good. Mm -hmm. So I I really enjoy it all. And, And what do you find most challenging? I wouldn't say any of it is, I wouldn't say challenging um, one of the most fun parts of it, I guess, is 
creating something new every time, you know. Each, you know, each batch is kind of different from from the from the next. They're never really mirrored. Uh, if you taste them side to side, um, the average consumer would probably say that they are the same, but I can taste some differences in them. Sure. Well, your name's on the bottle, so. You know, it's like, it's like cooking. I, it's like cooking. Yeah, it's like cooking. Your cake is never <laughs> quite the same as the one you cooked before yep. or the one you're going to make in the future. Yeah, but everybody that eats it's like, it's the same cake, but yeah, you know. that's right. Yeah, you're like, I, I didn't put enough salt in that time. Exactly. Well, I imagine it, what an incredible feeling it has to be to like see your name on a bottle um, that has such like historical significance. When you were growing up, were you aware of the historical significance of Nearest Green in your family? I was. Um, not not the complete story as it, as it is today, but mm-hmm. my grandmother, who is Nearest Green's granddaughter, Annie Bell Green Edie, uh, made sure that the family, all of us knew um, where we came from. And she was very proud of the fact that her grandfather taught a young Jack Daniel how to make whiskey. Yeah, I've been reading a lot about that. And and what's really interesting is um, the one thing that keeps jumping out to me is uh, I read that he taught Jack Daniel, but who taught him? Like, how did, where did he learn? Like, was this, like, was he just really intuitive? Did he, I mean, I know that he was originally the person that conceptualized Lincoln County process, you know, like filtering. So like, where did he get that from? Oh, I, I would imagine it was done out of necessity. You know, uh, he was asked to do it by the person who um, he was working for. You know, he was an enslaved man. And, um, you know, enslaved people didn't have choices. You mm-hmm. did what was what what you were told. And uh, thankfully, um, Nearest did it well. I, I, I really believe that uh, in spite of his circumstances at the the time that he was a creative person that in spite of not having the opportunities uh, to learn to read and write, he was still a smart man. And um, I think he was a man of honor uh, because even after he was freed, he continued in the same vein of making whiskey. Yeah. It's, it's really incredible. Um, the, your, your whole story is incredible and it's very inspiring too. And, and, you know, like so much brilliance come out, comes out of necessity and, yes. um, yeah, it, it's, it's really incredible. I wonder if you might talk a little bit about your experience as a woman in distilling specifically as a black woman, knowing that there are not that many and it's only been, I think in the last, I don't know, five, 10 years that you're starting to see more light shining on people that have been doing things for quite some time. But now, you know, we're, we're starting to like the, the spotlight is being shared, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, But would you mind sharing a little bit about your experience um, on this side of things? You know, oddly enough, uh, my experience is kind of boring in regards (laughs) to, uh, in regards to uh, my woman as a, 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 my role as a female and, and, and as a black female. Granted, I, I am uh, only one of, of just a few. Uh, I am the first um, African-American female master blender of a major whiskey brand. Um, it is my job and our desire as a company 
to ensure that I'm not the last. Mm -hmm. um, but in regards to hurdles that I had to um, jump over or barriers that I had to knock down, um, I didn't experience any of that. Um, I know that when Fawn started the brand, there were some issues that she had to navigate through as, as a Black female uh, or as a female, period. But I didn't have those. And I think part of that is because she had already uh, broken down those barriers by the time I came along. And success is a great equalizer. When the 1884 uh, small batch hit the market, it was received with great, with open arms, and 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 the, the awards that we were that we were winning spoke for themselves about our mm -hmm. whiskey. And so I think just right out the gate, the whiskey community uh, proved that I was legit, right? Mm -hmm. And so I didn't have to kind of prove myself to the naysayers when it came to um, if I knew what I was doing. It kind of mm -hmm. happened organically. And then um, the second batch was much the same. The awards and accolades kept coming. Mm -hmm. And then the next year or in 2021, I received Master Blender of the Year three times over. And then 2022 came another win for Master Blender of the Year. And so uh, I just think um, my success has spoken for itself as to sure. who I am and what my capabilities are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd love to be, I'd love to pick Fawn's brain about her path because, listen, I've worked in supply and distribution for a while. So the fact that she took a brand in like a year or two and had distribution in like 50 states yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Um, and most of it is the quality of the product, right? The, the, the product has to be good. The brand story has to be authentic. And, you know, people care about things that are mm -hmm. authentic. Um, but I know that that road is long and hard. And okay. I, I, I would love to ask her about that. Because you, you um, should have a conversation with her. Uh, Fawn yeah. is, is a very interesting woman. Um, she does never, she never leans into the negative. And so uh, all of all of what she had to endure uh, in regards to uh, getting this brand off the ground, it, it all revolves around positive energy and mm. um, how she's, you know, spun it all into being positive. And uh, it's really, really incredible, um, her outlook and what she did uh, the first couple of years into this thing and still inspiring now. Um, mm -hmm. And we're almost six years old. It's really, I'm still in awe of her every day. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about like what your, um, what your day-to-day -day is like at the distillery, like what, what your, um, what process you're in now and things you're working on. Uh, it is different every day. Uh, uh, the days that I am fortunate enough to be at the distillery is all about blending, blending uh, the 1884, uh, the master blend, selecting the barrels, the picks for um, our single barrel black. It's it's all about the blending when I'm there. Uh, in fact, uh, I'll be there later today and um, we'll be selecting some single barrel black. It is uh, one of the expressions that is only available 
at the distillery. And so it's just different every day, depending on um, what I am blending. Um, some days when I'm there, I'm, uh, it is when it's the weekend, I have the opportunity to meet and greet with uh, the whiskey family that comes in to our sold out tours and, mm-hmm. um, and then to sit down and have a drink with someone that has that is they're visiting us at Humble Baron, the longest bar in the world. So it's just it's different every day, and each day is just as rewarding as the next. I have to get down there every time I see anything on social media. Of what, like it looks like a party all the oh, time. It's <laughs> it's fantastic. You know when when um, they were building out Humble Baron, we were all excited. You know, talking about it, what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like. Um, it's nothing that I could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. Uh, every weekend, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all walks of life are there, young, old, black, white. Uh, when we talk about being inclusive and um, being a diverse brand, it has definitely rolled over and is it's in plain view every weekend at Humble Baron. Uh, it is a beautiful thing to see. I enjoy being there. Um, I'm there as often as I can be. I enjoy Friday and Saturday nights, and then I enjoy our our um, Sunday brunch, our gospel mm-hmm. Sunday brunch, just as well. So it's a beautiful thing to to witness and to be a part of. It really is. Yeah, I've heard that the spate, like the it's over two hundred acres. The whole property is that is that right? Oh, two, the two whole or property is close to four hundred fifty acres. Yeah, that's yeah. Gigantic. We have I think the the correct number now is four hundred and thirty seven. It keeps growing. It keeps growing. That is that's awesome. That is the plan is to continue the growth and uh, if someone decides to to make their bar longer than what we have established as the longest <laughs> bar in the world, we'll just knock out a wall and build onto it. We have room for that, right? We have the yeah, space like, to do so. Um, yeah, like, I don't think so. That title is ours. We will keep it. We'll make it twice the size so nobody does that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's a lot that. of fun um, uh, to tell the story and to sit down at, at a bar stool or a table there at Humble Baron and raise a glass and enjoy the live music and the awesome DJs that we have. It's a whole mm. lot of fun. It sounds like you have a fantastically fun job. <laughs> I do. I do. I am extremely blessed. Um, I work hard. Our whole team does. Um, but, you know, we are led by a woman who is uh, extremely dedicated to the mission of, of ensuring that Near Springs legacy is cemented in history. Um, mm-hmm. She is extremely selfless, selfless and um uh, conscientious about our communities and right now she is out and about in the world thanking our our troops I think she may be on like the 27th or 28th base this week giving thanks to those who make the uh, ultimate sacrifice to keep our country safe so mm. when you're led by a woman like that um you know, you can't help but be um, uh, much like her, right? Fawn doesn't mm-hmm. ask us to do anything that she wouldn't do or that she isn't already doing. 
So um, we work hard, but we play hard as well. Um, yeah. It's the most rewarding job that I did not see coming. <laughs> it's very inspiring. Would you mind, because um, we do have a lot of spirits, uh, geeky people on that listen to the podcast here. Um, would you mind like telling them a little bit about the mash bill? Because I know that everyone's always really interested in, in the mash bill of the different whiskeys. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe just for um, like, you know, the, the main skews. The main, Oddly the main... enough, I never share our mash bill. Oh, okay. All I right. do not. That's fine too. Um, of course, you know, most already know that it's uh, predominantly corn. Yep. Uh, and we have the good fortune of uh, getting our, uh, our our corn and within a 70 mile radius of the distillery. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we're real proud of being uh, a true steward of uplifting our, our community. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't really share our mash bill. I can tell okay. you that uh, we use several um, different mash bills at uh, Near Screen Distillery. Uh, at least four are our are, are, are go-tos every day. Mm-hmm. And so uh, from that, the 1884, the 1856, uh, and the um, Master Blend Edition are produced from those. Okay. Um, the only expression that we don't have our hands in from start to finish is our rye. And that is because rye does not grow well for producing a mm-hmm. whiskey, uh, producing rye um, in Tennessee. It grows up, right. sprouts up with wild onion. And so the rye that we have out in the market today and what is available at the Nearest Green Distillery was a product out of Canada made with American specs, sent to New York to age, and then sent to our distillery where it was rebarreled for a minimum of 30 days prior to uh, prior to it going into the bottle. And so um, that changed the whole, you know, the whole complexity, the whole flavor profile changed once it had been rebarreled. But other than that, um, everything is Uncle Mears Premium Whiskey from start to finish. And the primary mash bills are um, from four different mash bills that we use. Listen, I can respect that because I have family recipes that I I had to wait until my grandmother passed away to get access to. Yeah. So <laughs> I can, I can there, appreciate. There are, some, there are some that we'll share, but I, I really don't. And one of the reasons why is because we use um, at least four, it can become confusion on, hey, was this one done with this mash bill, that mash bill? Um, and so I just, I just don't really share it. Well, yeah, but then also you don't leave yourself any wiggle room year to year. If you have to tweak things or change things a little bit, because you're trying to go for a flavor profile, you're not going for a specific mash bill. So I think you're not fencing yourself in by having it be the same and you allow yourself, you know, generally to make something to a a flavor and a, like a style. I respect it. I get it. I get 100%. Thank you. Thank you. It gives me the opportunity to um, kind of put my own spin on it when I'm blending. Sure. Uh, I may take a pinch from here and a, a, a pinch from there, blending together. Yep. So it it uh, it makes sense not to share uh, in of my course. opinion. Yeah. Well, any good cook will tell you the same thing. Um, well, I just want to say congratulations to you and all of your success. Um, I'm very inspired by 
um, Uncle Nearest, the story, the the whiskeys, your career, Vaughn, all of it is just really incredible story. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited for our listeners to get to learn a little bit more about it. And what's next for you? What, what's, uh, what's next on the horizon? What other career paths are you going to conquer and start over? Oh, no, over? this is it. This is it. <laughs> I have, uh, I, I truly believe that I am walking in my passion. I did not realize on the day when I said yes to Fawn Weaver that uh, this is where I would be. But I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. I am happier than I've ever been. My life is full of joy each and every day. Uh, I am doing something and working with people that um, I have. We have built a family. Uh, Our whiskey team, we are family. And I'm grateful to have family, you know, that goes beyond my bloodline. And so this is it for me. Uh, I will be doing this. (laughs) I hope for a long time to come, but afterwards I will be taking my rightful place with those who are officially retired. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, it was so fantastic to meet you. Um, when I inevitably come down there, I'm going to be, I have a Nashville trip planned in the future. I'll try to make a, a scoot over and, and see you guys. I'd love to meet you in person. Oh yeah. Um, I would love that. If by chance it's on a day when we are not open for general tours please reach in and let me know and yeah, of course um, i would love the opportunity to meet you there at the distillery and, and show you around oh i would love that you would make my entire life so <laughs> would be a whole lot of fun you're fantastic oh thank you i appreciate it it was uh it was fun sharing with you this morning Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.